Well, you've reached the house of unrecognized talent. Please start after the... Big shot. Hold up, wait. Peanut butter insets. No. Outside. Coke. White body looks like Gentiles. Gentiles. Emotional, 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 emotional. Why you emotional? Why you emotional? Ah, you emotional, yeah. Big shot, big shot. It's a smoke show. And it's draft week. Draft coming up this Thursday. Everybody's excited. How could you not be? It's the NFL draft. This is probably the most plugged in I've been for the NFL draft in a while, if not ever. Uh, just as, besides being a, a rabid Atlanta Falcons fan and wondering who they're going to get and doing all that speculation. And it's exciting this year. It's exciting because of the circumstances that we're presented with. It's exciting because we've been devoid of sport. I mean, we'll, Joe and I will be touching on the, the Last Dance uh, documentary that ESPN put out. Um, but we all saw the reaction that that got. It was a massive reaction, not because, I mean, it was obviously well done, but not because of a, it's the documentary of a lifetime. It's the first sports that we've really had in forever. And that's a good thing. But now we have the NFL draft. And I don't really divulge a whole bunch of my draft philosophy because honestly it fluctuates. I'm not somebody that has many super consistent you need to do this in this round, you need to do this with this type of player. I fluctuate and I'm fine doing that. I think it it works better for myself when I'm analyzing players or I'm analyzing team needs than just saying, hey, if it's the best player, get the best player. Because I have examples in this show is why that doesn't work. The one real philosophy that I have is I don't like taking defensive tackles in the first or second round. And I have done a lot of research for you, so it's going to be a, a numbers-heavy show, and I'm going to try to articulate the numbers the best that I can. Um, but... Really, it is one of the worst risk-reward with a first-round first pick or a second-round pick. And you're saying, oh, what if you could find the next Aaron Donald? Well, I pulled the list of defensive tackles taken in the first and second round since 2014 when Aaron Donald was drafted. Uh, and I excluded the 2019 draft just because they're rookies, and we don't know. I'll give them two years to, to really start gauging them. But in 2014, we have Aaron Donald. Picked in the first round with a 13th pick by the Rams. Since then, he has accrued 220 tackles and 72 sacks. 
That is an absurd stat line. And it goes well without saying that he is the best defensive tackle in the NFL. Probably the best defensive player. At He's a defensive tackle, right? And maybe teams are trying to find their next Aaron Donald or they're trying to find a run stuffer. And I get it. Defensive tackles, their stats don't always indicate their level of play. They don't. You know, they're unsung heroes of the defense. They're taking up gaps, freeing them up for linebackers to flow in and get tackles and defensive ends to get tackles. They're taking up blockers. They're trying to get some uh, tackles for losses. If they get a sack, they get a sack. Uh, If they make some tackles, they make some tackles. I, I understand that. But I feel like if you're taking a defensive tackle in the first or second round, you're trying to get Aaron Donald, and that never happens. And I'm going to give you a lot of examples here. Back to 2014. Dominic Easley, first round, 29th pick, selected by the Patriots. 2014, his stats till then, or from then to now, 44 tackles, 6.5 sacks. The best player after him, Demarcus Lawrence. Second round, 2014, Rashid Hageman. 37th pick by the Atlanta Falcons. In his career, 41 tackles, 4 sacks. Best player after them, after him, Paul Richardson. Stephon Tuitt. I like Stephon Tuitt. Second round, 46th pick by the Steelers. 143 tackles, 23.5 sacks. Best player after him, Trent Murphy. Ah, Stephon Tuitt, that's a good pick there. I'll give it to him. I'll give him a nod. After Tuitt, Timmy Jernigan, second round, 48th pick. By the Ravens, 70 tackles, 17 and a half sacks. Best play, player after, Jace Amaro. Yeah, okay. 2014, you got three good defensive tackles there in the first two rounds. I'll give I'll give that nod. After him, Ego Ferguson, second round, 51st pick by the Bears. A whopping 13 tackles, two sacks. Best player after, Devontae Adams, Allen Robinson, Jarvis Landry, Justin Britt, Trey Turner, Jarek McKinnon, Devontae Freeman in the fourth round, Martavis Bryant in the fourth round, and Telvin Smith in the fifth round. Excluding Donald, this group is averaging 60 tackles, 10 sacks through five seasons. Only two of the five defensive tackles here are over that average, being Tewitt and Jernigan. So you're at a two for five right there over the average. And it'll, it'll... Flex here and there. Also, 2014, Pro Football Focus this last year had 2014 fourth-round pick Brent Urban higher than everyone in this class except for Aaron Donald, who was the number one defensive tackle uh, in 2019. Now on to 2015. Oh, 2015. Leonard Williams, first round, sixth pick by the Jets. He totally... He, he got 135 tackles, 17 and a half sacks, and he was the sixth pick. And he was supposed to be the best defensive tackle in the league. He was supposed to be the second coming of, of Bruce Smith. Best player after him, first round, there's a lot of them, but Todd Gurley. So the Jets could have had. Next, oh, six picks later, Danny Shelton, first round, 12th pick by the Browns. 111 tackles, four and a half sacks. Best player after him, Melvin Gordon, Bud Dupree, Marcus Peters, Demarius Randall, Shaq Thompson, Landon Collins. <sighs> Let's get on to the second round here. The only 
good first or second round defensive tackle in this class. Eddie Goldman from the Bears, second round, 39th pick. He has amassed 102 tackles, 12 and a half, half sacks, best player after Eric Kendricks. Still moving on to the second round, Jordan Phillips, 52nd, 52nd pick by the Dolphins, 77 tackles, 15 sacks, best player after Phillips, Frank Clark, David Johnson, Tevin Coleman, Danielle Hunter, Zadarius Smith, Shaq Mason in the fourth round. Stefan Diggs, J.H.I.E., Jesse James, Quandre Diggs, these are all players after Jordan Phillips. Now, who's the guy later in the draft that's outperformed everybody on here? Grady Jarrett, fifth round, 137th pick by the Falcons. He has amassed 133 tackles and 23 and a half sacks. This class was averaging 106 tackles and 12 sacks through four seasons. Grady Jarrett, a fifth rounder, 133 and 23.5. So, I like Goldman. I think Goldman plays well. I can't stand Williams or Shelton. I think they are... They're just two more examples. of That first round defensive tackle. 2016... Sheldon Rankins, first defensive tackle off the board. First round, 12th pick by the Saints so far in his career. 64 tackles, 15 sacks. Best player after Laramie Tunsil, Taylor Decker, Keanu Neal. Now 2016, here's a good here's a good defensive tackle for you in the first round. Kenny Clark, 27th pick by the Packers. 112 tackles, 16 and a half sacks. Best player after, not available. Because two picks later, Robert M. Dice, was picked by the Cardinals, 29th pick. His career, 26 tackles, 4.5 sacks. Best player after, not available, because, oh, look, another first-round defensive tackle, Vernon Butler, 30th pick by the Panthers. So far in his career, 41 tackles, 8 sacks. Best player after him, Jalen Smith, Hunter Henry, and Miles Jack. Now you're thinking, 2016, you know, there were a couple defensive, good defensive tackles coming out of this draft. There were. Second round, 37th pick by the Chiefs, Mr. Chris Jones, probably lauded as the second best defensive tackle in the game today. So far, he has amassed 97 tackles and 33 sacks. He gets after it. It's a great pick. You find the diamond in the right, you find him, you found him. Second round, Austin Johnson, 42nd pick by the Titans, 46 sacks, 46 tackles, two and a half sacks. Hmm. Interesting. Ashawn Robinson, second round, 46th pick by the Lions. Good pick here. 120 tackles, five sacks. He's a great run stopper. But after him, Michael Thomas. Another second round defensive tackle here. Man, they love them in 2016. Jerron Reed, 49th pick for the Seahawks. 80 tackles, 15 and a half sacks. Best player after, Deion Jones, Tyler Boyd, and Cody Whitehair. You're like, okay, okay, I'm starting to get this. But there wasn't another defensive tackle. You know, taking on the first or second rounds. No, wrong. Adam Gostis, second round, 63rd pick, Broncos. 69 tackles, 6 sacks. Best players after, Kevin Bayard, Yannick Ngakwe, Kenyon Drake, Austin Hooper, Dak Prescott, Matt Judon, Tyreek Hill. Mm. So who's the guy in this draft? DJ Reader. In the fifth round, with the 166th pick 
by the Texans. 81 tackles and six and a half sacks to date. The class averaging 73 tackles, 12 sacks through three seasons. Uh, sack numbers really helped by Chris Jones. I mean, 33 sacks just elevated that. And the tackles number really helped by Ashawn Robinson. DJ Reader above the tackles average in this class as a fifth rounder. Are we starting to get the gist? 2017. No first round defensive tackles. Look at that. But also in 2017. Second round. 35th pick, Seahawks, Malik McDowell, arrested. Best player after, Dalvin Cook, Marshall Williams, or Joe Mixon. Then, okay, Giants, I know Joe DeLeon is pretty big on this guy, Dalvin Tomlinson. Second round, 50, 55th pick from the Giants, 81 tackles so far, 5 sacks. Best players after, Jadobe Awuzie, Juju, Alvin Kamara, Cooper Cup, Chris Godwin, Kareem Hunt, Shaquille Griffin, Kenny Galladay, James Conner, Eddie Jackson, Tariq Cohen, George Kittle, Aaron Jones. Studded after, but only two defensive tackles taken in the first two rounds. And then, you know, sometimes I'll head over pro football focus again. DJ Jones, a sixth rounder from 2017, ranked higher than Tomlinson last year by uh, Pro Football Focus's interior defensive lineman rankings. Now, 2018, this class. Hmm, this class. You'll remember some of these names are pretty recent. Vita Vea, first round, 12th pick from the Bucks. 40 tackles, 5.5 sacks, best player after. Not available because one pick later, Deron Payne, first round, 13th pick by the Redskins. 67 tackles, 7 sacks, and the best player after him, Marcus Davenport, Tremaine Edmonds, Derwin James, Jairi Alexander, Leighton Vander Esch, Isaiah Wynn, DJ Moore, Kelvin Ridley. But they're going with the defensive tackle in the first round, not doing their research and seeing what is going on in front of them. After that, they say, let's take a break from the defensive tackles for a little bit, but we'll stay in the first round. Taven Bryan. 29th overall pick by the Jaguars so far, 31 tackles, 3 sacks. Best players after Sonny Michelle, Lamar Jackson, Will Hernandez, Nick Chubb, Darius Leonard, Cortland Sutton, Kerryon Johnson, Dante Pettis, and MJ Stewart. Now the only second round defensive tackle in this draft, P.J. Hall, 57th overall pick by the Raiders, 34 tackles, 1.5 sacks. Best player after, DJ Chark, Michael Gallup, Orlando Brown, Mark Andrews. This group averaged 43 tackles and four sacks over two seasons combined. Third rounder, BJ Hill for the Giants. 47 tackles and 6.5 sacks. Above average for all of these guys. Hmm. 2019. 2019 was a big defensive tackle round, and you know I'm going to be tracking it. Quinnen Williams, Ed Oliver, Christian Wilkins, Dexter Lawrence, Jeffrey Simmons, Jerry Tillery. I like all of these guys. I actually like all of these guys. But they were only rookies last year, and I'm not going to judge them just yet because I like all these guys. I like all these picks. I think that they are all, I think it is the best class of defensive tackles on this entire list, excluding 2014 with Aaron Donald. 
that's a good class, but they're not all going to pan out. And it's a rare exception where you have that much talent in the first round. Whereas before, you have teams grasping at straws. And you're thinking, Sean, okay, you said a lot of names. It was kind of hard to track. You said a lot of numbers. You went through them fast. Okay. Basically, I went through this. I looked at the averages. I looked at the players themselves. And I thought, I'm just thinking, how many of these players were worth the first or second round pick? I came out with seven. How many players in here, excluding 2019, were there? 25. That's 28% of players that play the defensive tackle position that I felt were fit to be selected in the first or second round. Now, the draft, it's a crapshoot. We get it. You, you, you think that this guy is going to be a stud on paper. He just ends up to be a lemon. Okay, there are lemons. That's football. It's not such a fair game. But defensive tackles, they all serve very similar purposes. And they're all freakishly strong. And they're all freak athletes. And they can all clog up holes. Now, some defensive tackles are better at not getting put on their necks. And some defensive tackles are better at getting to the quarterback. I mean, there are, there are rarities, though. Chris Jones, 33 sacks in, in three years. That's nuts. Aaron Donald's numbers that we alluded to earlier, nuts. But for the most part, they're all kind of jumbled together. You'll get your Sean Robinsons with 120 tackles, and, and that's really good. But for the most part, they're all serving the same purpose. And they're all doing the same job. And that's why I've never understood, unless you see these guys, unless you see Quinn and Williams or Ed Oliver or any of these guys from 2019 that, that I would take a, a chance on, and you're just going through those previous drafts looking at it, looking at it, it doesn't make sense to me. I mean, run stoppers in a pass-happy league, they can fall to the third round. They could fall to the fourth round, or you can find them in the fifth and sixth round, and they're putting up numbers, good numbers. They don't just serve the purpose of getting to 220 tackles and 72 sacks. No. That's a Hall of Famer. Understand the purpose that a defensive tackle serves on your team and your scheme, and wonder, hey, who else could we get that would fill this role? Moneyball it a little. Moneyball it. And you're saying, oh, it's so hard to, to, to moneyball it. I get it. But it's not that hard with defensive tackles. It's really not. So it's just not worth the risk. It's not worth burning a first or second round pick on one of these guys who a guy in the fourth or fifth round can do the job the same way. They can do just as good a job. And if you don't agree with me, that's fine. You can pull up your stats or you can pull up your film of the defensive tackles, making a great play, taking up two blockers, three blockers, whatever. I get it. I play it against these guys. I know the purpose of a defensive tackle. 
not NFL, not the NFL defensive tackles, just in college. But I, I get the scheme. I get their purpose. I know it. I saw it. So you can you can come after me and say, hey, look at the value that he is providing if the stats aren't making up for it. Okay. You can do that. But I'll show you the value of a guy who was picked later than this player that's doing the same job. It's not that difficult. Manage your risk and understand whether or not you're worth it, it, this guy is worth it, especially with one of those super valuable picks. This is the Smoke Show. I'm Sean Anderson. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate it. You can follow me on Twitter at Sanderson Radio. You can follow the show on Twitter at GTTP Podcast. And you can follow uh, Joe DeLeon on Twitter. I'll give him a little shout out at Joe DeLeon. We'll have the big show coming up this week also. Um, probably get it out to you Wednesday or Thursday, right before the draft. And I also believe that we will be live streaming the draft ourselves. Not showing the draft, but with me and Joe talking about the draft while it's happening. And just our general reaction so you can feel like you're in the room with us. So Thursday night, we'll be on Twitch uh, streaming that. But as always, this is a smoke show. I'm glad you got to see you today.